Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. Today, Roman's guests on Sold Out Sports Talk are former L.A. Rams quarterback Vince Ferragamo. As, as a kid growing up, I was in Los Angeles, and then I got, actually got a chance to play for the Rams. got drafted by the Rams in 1977, and coming out of Nebraska where I transferred to, and it was, uh, it was a great thrill to come home and be able to play, but this town has always been such a big Rams town. And Akbar Gabaja Biamila, host of American Ninja Warrior. People always ask me, well, hey, Akbar, what's been the key to your to your success and I just talk about you know look like my relationship with God and my me being grateful for you know for the opportunities that have been given us. Now here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Uh, Roman Gabriel III your host president of Sold Out and uh, we're really happy to have well the first quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams to play in the Super Bowl and a local product of Southern California our friend Vince Ferragamo. Vince, how are you, buddy? Great, Roman. How you doing? Well, you got that right. I'm the first quarterback. I guess that, that record won't be broken, right? Yeah, you got that forever unless we want to replay that. I'm sure you'd love to go back and do that, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, I tell you, Vince, it's been awesome so far this week. Um, just seeing what the Rams have accomplished, being in the Super Bowl and playing a dynasty team like the Patriots. So you're going to earn it if you pe- beat these Patriots. So tell me about uh, your thoughts about the Rams season and about uh, ended up in the Super Bowl? Well, there's so many similarities between our year that we went to the Super Bowl back in 1979 and, and played in the Super Bowl 1980 and Super Bowl 14. That's so similar to what the Rams have encountered this year. You know, um, our first Monday night football game was back 39 years ago in the Coliseum, and the next time they played on a Monday night football game was this year when the Rams played the Kansas City Chiefs Monday night football. So it, that's, that was very similar. To see the Rams beat the Cowboys in the playoffs, we beat the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl that same year back 39 years ago. And a third-year Cal quarterback, the same as what Vince Ferragamo was. I was third year in the league, and I went to Cal. So it just seemed like the stars were aligned. They were having a great year all year long with Todd Gurley getting going. Their defense played, uh, doing such a great job in orchestrating their, you know, their, uh, 13 and 3 record. And then they got in the playoffs and they started to pick it up, which, uh, which I really noticed was, was a great sign. They, they played a, a really good game, uh, the, against the Cowboys, had a great game plan. And then they matched it up in, in New Orleans, despite all the crowd noise they had the following week. They kind of pulled it together, trailing 13 points, and they, they came back. So this is a team that uh, didn't quit all year. 
they had a couple bad runs, but then the rest of the time they were at the top of their game. So uh, I think it's going to be a good Super Bowl. I, I know they're going into play the, the Patriots. The Patriots are experienced. They've been there before, so it'll be uh, interesting to see what happens. Vince Ferragamo is with us on Sold Out Sports Talk, former Rams quarterback, Los Angeles Rams. And, you know, Vince, one of the great things about the history of the Rams, obviously, is the Coliseum. And you played in Anaheim. Uh, it, uh, you know, the bottom line is uh, a lot of old fans loved the Rams, wanted them to come back to Los Angeles, and are so happy they're back. And, of course, the new fans of the Rams, who really didn't know the history of the Rams, many of them, these young young millennials, uh, about the history of the Coliseum and Anaheim Stadium. Um, uh, just what are your recollection and thoughts in terms of the history of the Rams and what this means for Los Angeles? Well, you hit it right right at the top. I mean, this, this, this team is, this town of Los Angeles is a Rams town. And really, it's been that way for many, many years. It was that way when I was a kid growing up watching your dad play Roman and he was he was such a great quarterback that I actually went to his football camp as a kid growing up and learned so much didn't even know how to play the, the, the position so he uh, he really taught me well and uh, it was great to see him and watch the fearsome foursome play in LA one of the best defensive lines ever assembled in the history of the NFL with guys like Deacon Jones Lamar Lundy and Rosie Greer and Merlin Olsen. So those are names you'll never forget, along with uh, Roman Gabriel and, and the rest of that group. Uh, and so as, as a kid growing up, I was in Los Angeles, and then I got, actually got a chance to play for the Rams, got drafted by the Rams in, in 1977, and coming out of Nebraska where I transferred to, and it was, uh, it was a great thrill to come home and be able to play. But this town has always been such a big Rams town. And, uh, you know, it's, it's always fun to play here because the people appreciate a winner here, and they really support you all the time. And even when the team had to move away from the Coliseum, that was tough enough, but the fans followed the team. And so they were still in Los Angeles, still in, in Southern California. So uh, always, a, always a Western Division champion and always a great team to watch, and uh, we have great fan support here in L.A. Former Cal quarterback, Los Angeles Rams, Vince Ferragamo, and he's now uh, covering the Rams for Fox with Jackie Slater, does such a good job in the local LA area. And um, Vince, you know, uh, we're going back a ways, but for some of our fans out here, they're going to remember this. You know, a lot of people compared your run uh, to the Super Bowl and how you got the job uh, with Pat Hayden going down and, and quarterback turmoil, and then you, you had an incredible run at the end of that year to take the Rams to the Super Bowl in Pasadena against Pittsburgh, but there was a movie that came out at the same time, which is one of my favorites, uh, Heaven Can Wait, uh, and it was centered around a Los Angeles Rams quarterback in Warren Beatty. Um, t- tell, tell me about that whole uh, cross-section and about those things coming together for you uh, back in the day. That was so mysteriously done. Uh, that that movie, Heaven Can Wait, with, with Warren Beatty, was filmed actually in 1978, a year before we took the team, that the Los Angeles Rams, went to the Super Bowl to be so closely uh, to resemble the movie in almost every which way. I mean, a quarterback coming in and, and not being named the starter, and he's a backup quarterback, comes in, leads the Rams to, uh, to the Super Bowl, and going down the stretch, and they played the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that was uh, also the same thing. But, you know, when, when Warren Beatty was asked, 
well, who's going to win the football game during our week of preparation? He said, of course, the Rams are going to win. So, but that was the only thing that was different from that entire movie was the fact that we didn't beat the Steelers that day and uh, they were actually uh, victorious over us. They, they came back in the fourth quarter and that's when uh, they made the big plays they had to make. And that's what happens to great teams. When you have to make a play, they make them. And, and they sure did on offense. But we were... I can remember that team so well because some of my closest friends today are played ball with me on that team, and uh, and uh, some of us are gone now that uh, that we surely miss. But most of the guys uh, that I played with are still around, and we still kind of reminisce. And it's been uh, great defense, great special teams, special chemistry. You know, Roman, it was all about us playing together as a team and. We, we didn't play for ourselves individually. We played for each other, and that's how we were able to do as well as we did. You listen to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel, right here on American Family Radio with former Los Angeles Rams quarterback Vince Ferragamo. And, Vince, you know, you worked with uh, Jackie Slater, the Hall of Famer. Uh, of course, he protected your backside with the Rams for many, many years and working with him uh, at Fox pre- and post-game stuff, which is really great. Uh, I had the opportunity to get to know his son, Matthew Slater, many, many years ago when he started with the Patriots and have covered every one of his Super Bowls. And Vince, I was yeah. with him last night, and uh, he's become a good friend. And uh, Matthew just took after his father in terms of being having that integrity, being a great football player, but being an incredible leader. And when you talk to the Patriots, uh, he is definitely one of their spiritual and football leaders. The respect that people show him is amazing. He's very impressive. He really is. He won the Bart Starr Award, and I think there's only been one father-son uh, recipients of that award ever in NFL history, and it's Jackie and, and Matthew. But I, I grew up with the family. I, Matthew grew up with my young daughters that going to school together, and they, they were best friends all throughout the, their early years. And, you know, he's a special kid. He's a special boy that... Uh, just uh, puts everything in the proper perspective. When he got drafted by New England, I told Jackie that's the best place he could have went. He goes, are you sure, Ben? Sure. I says, that coach will find a, a reason, and he'll find a talent in that in that youngster, and he'll uh, he'll make it work. And he sure did. He, he landed himself on the special teams. And, and he's just an example for all the other young kids that come into that organization because that's the kind of guy Bill Belichick likes. I mean, he's likable. He's studious. He's smart. He does the right thing. He pays attention to detail. Uh, he takes it serious, and you know he takes his work serious, and and comes every day to the ballpark to prepare and get ready to play a game. And you know that's what's made him great. I mean, not only on the field but off the field. And those are the kind of players you got to have on your team. And uh, and you know that's Jackie's oldest son. So and my oldest daughter, they kind of almost the same kind of built from the same mold, you know, they're, they're the, the kid that's uh, the most uh, influential on everybody else because you always set a good example, and so we're real proud of them and real proud of Matthew, what he's able to do, and uh, we always wish him the best, but he's um, he's a terrific performer, and man, can he run. Yeah, <laughs> he, he can, run. yeah, he can. He runs so fast. I, was, I, mean, I coached him when, it, when he played Little League, and, and he just, uh, just give him the ball and let him go because nobody could catch him. Well, finally, Vince, uh, I want to personally thank you because you you really helped me out in Southern California with starting our sold-out school program for drug and alcohol abstinence for junior high and high school students. And I've uh, been very appreciative of your help and just uh, some of the introductions. And I know you care about young people, and 
uh, our organization, we're trying to do everything we can to help young people uh, in schools to make the right decisions and to stay away from drugs and alcohol, which is such a big problem in our country today. And uh, I know I know it's important to you as well, so I, I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate your help with that. Well, you're doing great things with your nonprofit, Roman, and I tell you what, it's really making a difference in the youth of today because uh, it's something that sometimes gets overlooked. And there's, uh, there's people like you that pay more attention to building a well-rounded person. Uh, and so just like Matt Slater, you, you, uh, you know, you see that and, and you see what a great influence and a great impact he could have on society and the rest of the world. So keep doing the great work that you're doing. And if we can support you, we're all there. We're all in. So, uh, and enjoy, enjoy your commentary as well because, uh, you're, you're a special talent and, uh, love being on your show. Vince Ferragamo is Los Angeles Rams quarterback. And Vince, I hope you're going to enjoy watching the game on Sunday, and uh, hopefully for the Rams fans, they can bring it home. Thanks so much, Roman. Yeah, we'll be watching real close, and uh, let's go Rams. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk. Vince Ferragamo, former quarterback, Los Angeles Rams. When we come back, more on Sold Out Sports Talk right here on American Family. This is a best of edition of Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with Akbar Gabaja Biamila of the NFL Network and host of American Ninja Warrior. Visit SoldOutTV.com and consider donating to the Sold Out Youth Foundation. And follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Roman Gabriel III, uh, former pro football quarterback, now the president of Sold Out Youth Foundation. Remember, go to soldouttv.com for all things youth and family. Uh, here with a guy that uh, played some pro football himself, but he is the co-host of one of the one of the most exciting shows on television. Thank you. American Ninja Warrior, yeah. Akbar Baja Biamilia. You got it. You got it. I was, you know, it. I was scared to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You came out and said, I can't mess that up. I can't mess that yeah, up. Yeah, you got it. And he's got a new book out yeah. called Everyone Could Be a Ninja. Yeah. You're looking at it right now. Uh, but first of all, let me say respect and props for the show you guys do. Yeah, thank you very much. What's cool yeah. about the show is is regular people being being athletes. Yeah. And, and you almost feel like, hey, you know what? I, I could get out there and try that one. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, and it's, it's been such a blessing because... I think about it in just my journey. I'm going on my seventh season hosting the show, but the show is going into its 11th wow. season. So, you know, in TV world, I mean, there are not a lot of shows that, you know, that stick around, you know, for, for that type of length. And to be able to get uh, 11 seasons into Ninja Warrior and, again, going on my seventh has been a blessing. Um, but uh, you're right. It's different from where we are now. We're here at Super Bowl 53, and some of these athletes, Tom Brady, yeah. uh Todd Gurley, they, they, they are idolized. I mean, a lot of people look up to them, but there's also this this sense of untouchable. Like, the, um, they're celebrities, whereas when you look at American Ninja Warrior, they're your everyday people, your accountants, your teachers, your, you know, your servicemen, your, your, your garbage man, your, you know, uh, your lawyers, your doctors, people that you interact with every day. But I, I, what I love what you do about yeah. the show is it isn't just the competition. What my wife loves about yeah. the show, and she's, I love my wife, but she's not much of a sports fan, yeah. but this show... 
she'll watch with me because she just loves the stories when you tell the stories it, of these And people. I was just getting ready to say that the, the, the producers have done an amazing job in really capturing these stories in about 90 seconds so people can really get to know them because with the other athletes, you can't really get to know them. Even if you did, like, you got a chance to maybe know LeBron, maybe you don't feel like you can relate to him because, right. you know, he's super popular, he's super famous, he's super rich. And, and so there's this level of, well, you know, well, I, I can't relate. Well, these are relatable stories, and but what they do on the course is really phenomenal because a lot of them have gone through their own personal obstacles that they have to overcome in their life, and and that's what inspired me to write this book. Everyone can be a ninja. Uh, the obstacles, knowing those backstories that you're talking about, and knowing that they're out there doing the hardest obstacle course in the world, and for them to put themselves in that position, you have to be very vulnerable. You have to be open and transparent, um, and and that's what they are. And so uh, I have had my own battles. Um, you know, I've had my own battles. Who's that behind me? Yeah, I've had my own battles behind that. Who's that? <laughs> oh, 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 this guy. The other number 94. I huh? like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's Cameron Jordan. I, I love Cameron Jordan. He's a fun guy to be around. But, uh, but yeah, so the show is, uh, has inspired this book, and I'm excited about it. It comes out May 7th, a day after my 40th oh, birthday. Wow. Yeah. Akmar Bajabi Amelia. He, he is, he, he is the host, co-host of American Ninja Warrior. And, you know, one of the things we do on this show on Sold Out Sports Talk is it's all about stories of faith, family, and sports. Yep. You know, we're going inside the game to the stories of the players and coaches mm-hmm. and others that are high-impact people, yeah. not only at home but in their own communities. Yeah. And one of the cool things about the show that I like is is that these people aren't just high-class, world-class athletes that are absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. but within those stories you tell are stories of how they use their platform to change other people's lives and inspire other people, and that's what I love about your show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have a lot of athletes who have used the Ninja Gym to witness um, to other to other uh, kids um, and use it as a, a platform to profess their their love for Jesus Christ. Um, even for me, I talk I talk about it in my book about you know when I came to know Jesus Christ and people always ask me, well, hey, Akbar, what's been the key to your to your success? And I just talk about you know look like my, my relationship with God and my me being grateful for you know for the opportunities that have been given. To, in front of me and you know you you think about God saying that you know he does not give you the spirit of fear and I think back to the fear that I had uh, of being able to accept this job of American Ninja Warrior I was extremely afraid I thought oh what if I fail and what if I don't do good and it's a network TV show and every millions of people are going to see it and um, but being able to push through those obstacles um, and that doesn't come without you know prayer Um, it's not just like I'm going to physically just walk through um, you know praying that God would order my step in a certain way to where I I could have the courage and the strength to embrace the fear because it's natural. It's a natural emotion, you know, to embrace the fear but still move forward. You're saying something that our foundation, the Soul Out Youth Foundation, works with junior high and high school students, mm-hmm. teaching them drug and alcohol abstinence, but more importantly, teaching them to go after their goals and dreams yep. and have passion about going for it and not yep. being afraid to try. Yeah, well, I, I think most people think of going after their dreams and going after a goal and, and reaching that means that there's going to be an absence of fear. People mm-hmm. often ask me, right. do you get nervous? Well, yeah, I get nervous. Right. It just just because I'm a professional doesn't mean I don't get nervous. Or just because I, you know you and I played for the Raiders doesn't mean when we step out before that game that there's not a, a, a mm-hmm. little bit of unsurety that steps into there, our mind. Wrong. Yeah, there's something's wrong because you know, like I've gone up against you know pro bowlers. Uh, you know, I think about you know my matchup against a Willie Rofe, and I'm thinking, wow, wow he's Willie Rofe. All and, pro New Orleans yeah, Saints yeah, stuff. Boy, he was I, awesome. Absolutely, and but you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, hold on. I have to be able to harness that and use it in a positive effort rather than a negative effort because you could harness that and then start doing all this negative self-talk. 
And, and, and so again, I talk about to, and give tools in the book. Uh, everyone can be a ninja. Uh, it's not necessarily about actually how to be a ninja as much as it is the mindset of being a ninja warrior. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel. And, uh, of course, we thank fatherhood.gov for being our partner here. And I'm, I'm speaking to my friend Akbar, you know, wrote the book, Everyone Can Be a Ninja. He's a co-host of American Ninja for over nine years now. You know, you are such a powerful role model to kids because, thank you. um, you know, most kids can't look at a Tom Brady or, or look at a Jared Goff or somebody who's a superstar in the NFL and go, you know, is, how do I relate with them? But, right. but you played the game long enough where they say, I know where he's been and I'd like to go there. But what you're doing now is, is you're saying, I'm using my platform. I'm trying something new. It isn't about what I did in the past. It's about that's what right. I'm doing now, right? Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, look, the NFL was great. But, you know, the truth is I didn't even have an illustrious NFL career. I was a, a, a guy who's a blue-collar guy, played special teams, you know, came down on, you know, pass rush, you know, as a special pass rush specialist. Um, but, you know, and I, and I fought from team to team to, to, to try to make a living in the NFL. But it's what you do. And I remember I had this aha moment to where I go, you know, there's such a pressure now, especially in this self-absorbed world of social media. Like, how many followers do you have? And how many followers, and how many followers <laughs> can you right. get? And That's I got to right. do all these things to develop my followers. I was like, you know what would be more impactful? Rather than worrying about my social media following, how about I use my platform to see how I could make a difference in other people's right. lives? The platform thing is so huge, and you know one of the the pitfalls for professional athletes that retire is everybody wants to talk about what you did because yeah. that's what brought them joy. They went yeah. and saw you play and say, "Hey, you were great back when." Right. Uh, but I see so many guys today coming through here that understand that faith, family, and sports is something you live the rest of your life. Yeah. And that's what you're doing. You're having an impact on this show, American Ninja Warrior, which is a worldwide hit yeah um so tell me about where the show is going and, and what you see as the future of this show well the, the future of the show is really is it's really spot we have a spinoff show now uh american ninja warrior junior so we've now opened it up for kids it's on universal kids it's actually airing right now uh we'll start shooting season two in july but it has become a hit um in that ninja gyms are now growing all over the country. You, it, it used to be where, you know, you could only find maybe one or, or if none in your state. Now you can go to Minneapolis. There are eight or nine of them so in Minneapolis. So it's been around long enough now where you're having a second generation that's seeing these world-class athletes yeah. to say, I want to do that. Yeah, and there's even talks in consideration for uh, 2028 Olympics. Um, that's how popular it's become. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's a testament to, you know, the show, the strength, the fans, the people who've supported this show, and really they see the, the you know, beyond the stories as well, they see the athleticism and the concentration, the mental uh, mental uh, uh, and physical fortitude that you have to have in order to, because, look, it's a high fail rate, believe it or not. Big time. I mean, we've had $1 million winner right. in 10 seasons. And that's not just here. You, that's over on the other side of the well, world. Well, too, right? in, 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 in Japan, where it originated in Sasuke, they've had three, but in how many years? one person did it twice. Oh, wow. So it's really only two people have ever completed okay, the, so the, the, I the course. Okay, so I you, Akbar. We're with Akbar Bajabi-Amelia. He has a book called Everyone Can Be a Ninja. And where can they get that? Amazon, no, you can Amazon, Bookstore, Books Amelia, uh, books are, uh, Barnes & Noble, and uh, anywhere else they sell books. Okay, but you can pre-order it. Uh, it comes out May 7th. I don't know if anybody's asked you this question, but I yep. thought about this. You get so excited up there watching these guys come through. Your enthusiasm yep. is infectious. Yep. Thank you. I, my wife and I is like, I wonder how he'd do doing this. Uh, Akbar would do going through it. Have you ever tried it? Yeah, I did. Actually, I just uh, ran it last year for the very first time. 
um, and I was not screaming the way I cheer for for the other uh-huh. uh, athletes. Uh, I was really really nervous. Um, but every time I went through an obstacle and completed it, I was taking a deep breath. Like, oh my goodness! Like I took time to just like, oh my gosh, I just got through this obstacle. But uh, I was able to make it all the way and hit the. Uh, uh, the buzzer on the warped wall. So you got to, wow. yeah, you, you got to YouTube it. It's, it's on YouTube. Um, it's my, one of my proud moments. And I can definitely say, you know what? I'm saving this clip because I don't know if I'm going to be trying to run it again. I took me three months to prepare for that. Sure. Yeah. But let me ask you this. Um, just like playing the game of football, when you get in the booth and you're calling football, you've been there. Yeah. Uh, so well, now, after yeah, now, all these years, yeah, you've yeah. been there and gone through it. How yeah. has that helped you from the standpoint of calling these things and thinking about more than just, hey, this guy should be able to do this. Yeah. What, what, well, it's given me a lot more empathy towards the uh, the, the athletes. It's given me better perspective. Um, but, you know, one thing that won't die, you talk about, you know, just me, you know, being – you know, super excited for these athletes. You know, the, the truth is, it, it does come from a, 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 I guess, a, a root of insecurity. Uh, as a as an NFL guy, I never got the the the, the, the fanfare, and I never got the you know the the the, the cheering. People recognize you more for the show, right? Oh yeah, no, no doubt about it. But I didn't get people cheering for me, and I thought, you know, like, but I'm playing on a team with Tim Brown and Jerry Rice yeah. and Rich Gannon and Bill Romanowski. Incredible and football team. I told myself if I ever had the platform, I would cheer for people the way I wanted people to cheer for me for you. because I think at the root of all of us we all want to be acknowledged and I think in one of my catchphrases I see you and I truly mean that because I do see and recognize everybody for the talent that they are Akbar Bajabiamilia get his book on Amazon and everywhere else when's it coming out? Uh, May 7th the day after my 40th birthday everyone can be a ninja yes. and I've been waiting for this interview a long time I appreciate Darren you so setting much, you up Robert. I'm a big fan my wife and I and I don't like that you're taller than me so <laughs> I gotta deal I gotta find a way to deal with this. We want to <laughs> you coming in, my friend. Let's Thank stay in touch. You. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.